0: Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We're four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of southern charm. We have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dudes
1: dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to
2: do
0: it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. And just like that, we're in December. It's the Bama Geeks podcast. Hope you're doing extremely well. I'm Brock Parker. And with me, my four cohorts. Three cohorts. I'm, a f- I'm the fourth. <laughs> <I was lying. laughs> just say who you
3: are. Uh, hi. It's Kevin. Hi, it's Jessica. Tis the season. <laughs>
4: And bo bo bo, I guess. It's an ho ho ho, yeah. oh, I don't
3: know. Oh, oh. <laughs> <I'm> bo, bo.
0: <laughs> this will be the episode, the only episode you get before Christmas Day. So right up front, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, whatever you celebrate. Have a great, safe time. Good night, everybody.
3: Good night. That's
4: it. <laughs> See ya. <Yeah>.
0: As, <laughs> as as one of your parents told you, you
4: ain't getting anything else till Christmas. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and that full Alabama dialect.
3: But, Mom, I need toothpaste.
0: well, too bad.
3: you have to wait till Christmas.
0: <laughs> Go outside and break off a tree branch. <laughs> it's too
1: bad. With. I just had to
0: buy presents for you. <laughs> you ain't getting toothpaste till after Christmas. <laughs> oh boy, does that feel real? <laughs> if you have kids, you know, oh mm-hmm. my gosh
2: mm-hmm.
0: oh, but we hope you're doing well we uh're gathered round the well we i we got our tree up. We're gathered around the tree here in the Parker household. We
3: sure are. Yeah.
0: So uh, how, how you guys doing? You guys ready for a big Christmas season?
1: Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> See, Maybe. I, I, I'm, I'm the only one here on the podcast that doesn't have children. So it's always been an excuse to me to like Christmas. It's not a big deal. But this past year, I made a New Year's resolution, a private New Year's resolution, which I, I decided I'm not going to ball humbug this year. This year I'm going to go full out and do all the Christmas stuff, get the gifts, get all the, the the good things and put out the decorations and and I didn't go quite as as all out with Christmas decorations as I did with Halloween. I will never go as far out <laughs> with with anything else other than than Halloween. Uh but um this year I've been feeling a lot better about uh about this time of year. So yeah, this well, has I, been a very good very good season for me so far.
3: I saw your decorations that you put up. So they, they look good.
1: Mm-hmm. They look really good. Thank you. I appreciate I like them
3: very nice yeah
4: we got we got a few lights put up i put a few lights up about a week or so ago and we've got our tree up monday and finished deck and finished uh decorating it yesterday so uh, we're we're all rip roaring at least for me like you know everyone's always hectic with traveling with christmas luckily for me my in-laws we do everything on christmas eve with them and then my side of the family's christmas day so it's instead yeah. of trying to compact it into one day that's nice
3: well, you, you talking about decorations Bo? you can- your family's love of the nightmare before Christmas could still, you know, bleed in from Halloween to Christmas. We, we,
4: we, we do have a, a Santa Jack inflatable by our mailbox. <laughs>
3: nice. <laughs> nice.
0: We were driving over in Georgia last weekend, and we passed one house. I, I don't think you could see the house because of the inflatables.
4: <laughs> yeah,
0: front yard was covered.
4: Yeah, I like the inflatables, but I don't like it when people get carried away with them. I mean, hey, you decorate your house you want to, but for me personally, I'm like,
1: Mm -hmm. little, little, you know, too much of a good thing, I guess. We have a we have a house in our neighborhood that um it's a smaller house, but they go all out with decorations and. Uh, next to me, they were probably the most intense with the Halloween decorations, but they didn't skip a beat. They switched from Halloween to Christmas. <laughs> they just took their Halloween decorations down, switched to Christmas. And I kid you not, you know, those spiral trees that you can get that you just stand them up and then they, they're just the lights that go up. Yeah. They have every color in the rainbow and, oh, nice. uh, and the colors in between. So it's like, <laughs> it's like looking at them in Skittles almost. And, they, and they've got, there's at least 12 trees and they've got them lined up in an arc wow. in their front yard. And I'm like, okay, I'm all for that. That looks gorgeous, but they're not inflatables. They yeah. don't have any inflatables in the yard. And it just, I think some people might think it's tacky looking, but I, I think it's awesome. I love mm-hmm. lights. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Very nice. Yeah. We've got a neighbor down the street who leaves up their Christmas decorations year round. Like, Christmas wreaths on the fence, lights on the fence. They don't, they don't like light the lights, but they never take it down.
3: It just stays.
0: Yeah, yeah. year-round.
1: Year-round. Oh, like, yeah, I mean,
0: <laughs> I, I'm, that's I'm, your I'm, thing, you know. I'm going to assume it's maybe an older couple that just yeah. don't want to get out there and, and deal with it. But, you know, after a couple of years, the decorations kind of look a little worn down from <laughs> the monsoon season and everything else. So, I'd You guys
1: live next to Buddy the Elf. I
4: mean, that's the thing. <laughs> christmas decorations wasn't made to take that alabama sunshine mid-september
0: no <laughs> we, you know when they first yeah. put them up it's it's green and red by the you know by the time the the next christmas rolls around it's you know lime and, and <laughs> yellow yeah
3: it's yeah. pollen season so it's nice and yellow <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh well, as Brock posted on our social media recently, I did. Uh, I did go for the Bucky's ornament. That's for all the, you
0: can see on the tree for
3: the Christmas tree. It's pretty big. It's I, I will not lie.
0: A matter of fact, she doesn't know this. I sent Bo a message last night. Yeah.
2: I was laying on the couch
0: and I took a picture of the tree. <laughs> yeah. And I, I said, I said, the only thing I can see on this tree is a giant yellow beaver head. <laughs>
4: And out of context, I, I, that yeah. preview message was very concerning at first. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Look at our beaver.
2: <laughs> oh my. Well,
4: just giant beaver head was like in the <laughs> preview message, and I was like, all right.
0: I'm, t- I'm telling you, the whole tree is beautiful. She did a wonderful job decorating it. It's got great you know Ghostbusters and Star Wars and, and some ornaments and everything from our youth. And, mm-hmm. but right in the middle, is this glaring yellow <laughs> Bucky's, Bucky's beaver ornament? Bucky's beaver, and it's huge, <laughs> and it's it's the one thing that stands out. And it's I guarantee you, you look at our tree, it'll be the first thing to catch your eye.
4: Yeah, it's it's like the it's like the size of about like what a tea salt a teacup saucer type thing, mm-hmm. and it's just that's about, I would
0: say, yeah.
3: uh, probably a little bigger
0: probably yeah Yeah, you can use it as a coaster no problem yeah (laughs) (laughs) they had
3: they did did have smaller oh yeah they did have smaller ornaments but i just i I couldn't go for one of those no
0: no she's like do i get a christmas shirt this year oh look here's one a little bitty bucky's beaver (laughs) oh here's this giant plate sized (laughs) one with the yellow with a beaver head on us, like well i don't know which one we're getting
3: hey go big or go home
1: <laughs> hey, you know, so,
0: so far as,
1: as truck stops and and, uh, and the like obviously mean, this isn't a truck stop it's more of a travel stop, center but, uh, travel, travel centers mm-hmm. yeah as disney far as world goes, of gas they stations have the, so far as logos go they have the best brand recognition i mean you can mm-hmm. see that thing from space if yeah. they pointed it up you can see it from space it's just it just stands out like, you know, I, I just recently did a trip to uh, St. Louis and just uh, went to Arkansas and did, did some vacationing. And one of the things I noticed was a lot of the Love's uh, truck stops that we have around here, which is one that's prevalent all over the south mm-hmm. and the southeast mm-hmm. and whatnot. They have the big heart on the top, but a lot of ours around here aren't lighted. It's like it's mm-hmm. just the heart up there. And then when I got further up north, I noticed that the actual heart was lighted. And I'm like, why don't they do that everywhere? <laughs> you can see it from, like, 14 miles away. It's like, oh, there's loves up there. You yeah. got this massive heart on top of this. Because, you know, cause, you know the, the, the the sign itself is, you know, usually like 150 foot tall. And you can see it from, you know, yeah, like I said, 14, 15 miles away, you know. So
0: so airplanes will yeah, have a problem getting that low mm-hmm. and hitting it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And it just it kind of blew my mind. I was like, why don't – I kind of feel like we've been gypped. We don't have lighted hearts on top of the signs. Loves, if you're listening, Won't which I know you? you're not, but if you're listening, you need to fix your signs, man.
0: <laughs> it's like Zaxby's with a sandwich.
1: That's right, man. You need to fix it.
0: And <laughs> Walmart with everything.
1: I, I, don't, I don't think there's any
0: fixing Zaxby's sandwich. Anyway.
1: <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started.
0: <laughs> well, we're going to get into some Christmas items uh, in just a bit. Talk about our youth and, and things that we liked. We're, we're going to uh, go ahead and talk about... The wonderful movie that is Ghostbusters afterlife. You heard it on the last episode. We had more downloads in the first twenty four hours for that episode than we have uh, of any of our episodes so far. So we thank you for that. yes, thank, we- you. Yes, yes, wow. thank you appreciate we, we that. We really appreciate uh, the support and the fact y'all cared what we had to say about it. we We love the movie, as you know. We spoiled it. so wait, we won't spoil anything else this episode cause you got it last episode, but just wanted to touch on. Just a couple of updates. Uh, the movie's been doing fantastic. It's got a hundred and six million dollars domestic box office right now. Worldwide, uh, getting really close to a hundred and fifty million. So, I
4: uh, me think I think a few other like worldwide territories are finally getting to, getting to see it finally. Like our good friend Jules is finally going to get to see it. This I think next weekend,
0: isn't it? In this weekend, actually, next this weekend, weekend, this this weekend. weekend. as we recording, okay.
3: yes, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, down, in,
0: down in New Zealand, yep. they're finally getting to see it. So that should boost up just a little bit. And uh, if you have not been to the theater to see it, first of all, shame on you!
3: Shame, shame, what shame. a love letter! What are you doing, oh. people?
0: But if you haven't, if you don't think you're going to be able to make it to the theater to see it, don't worry. Word is it's coming out on digital. In January, and the Blu rays and everything else will be released in February. Mm-hmm. They've had plenty of time with <laughs> this yeah. pandemic to get everything printed and ready to ship and everything. So, we're going to see a pretty quick release of the movie on home video, which it won't be IMAX, but hey, it'll be good to well, be able to pop it in. It depends in on what it, your budget
1: for, for your home video
3: is. Well, this is true. That's, that's very true. <laughs>
0: Okay, we won't be able to see it in IMAX quality. <laughs> <laughs> Jess and I will be like, mm,
3: "Yeah, mm, I miss you IMAX."
0: Miss you IMAX, and hurry up, kids, and turn eighteen so I can stop paying child support. <laughs> I can buy a theater. <laughs> no, dang, just kidding, <laughs> just kidding. Don't want my kids to grow up that quickly, but I would like a home theater. So anyway, <laughs> um. <laughs> So Ghostbusters has done fantastically. Uh, if, if you haven't seen it, please go see it. That's all I can say. And the movie is, is certainly generating a lot of hype for a certain project from Hasbro, the Ghostbusters proton pack. We've talked about it before it will have ended by the time you hear this. Mm-hmm. From our perspective, it ends tomorrow on Sunday night and the uh, it's the Ghostbusters afterlife proton pack. HasLab, it is currently, as we're sitting here, it needed 7,000 backers in order to put it into production. We are sitting at 16,491.
3: Woo! Yes.
0: All the stretch tiers have been unlocked, so we're going to get a lot of neat things with it. Because I'm a Hasbro Pulse Premium member and I ordered mine right within the first 48 hours, there's going to be some vinyl plastic slime that you can drip on the pack that was kind of a bonus for premium members we're going to get the hose that's going to connect the spangler wand which is sold separately and they're taking pre-orders for those so if you haven't gotten one you got plenty of time to get one before the pack releases what was the second one the second one is uh you're going to have three toasted Mm -hmm. uh, mini puff figures Yep. From Hasbro uh, Plasma Series mini puff figures. They're going to have three alternate heads and. Um, and they can
3: attach, you can fix them on the pack.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Which is something Bo has been like talking about, you know, for years as far as his own pack as trying to yeah. do something with the little, you know, mini stay puff. Well,
4: yeah. recently, yeah, just-
3: actually, with the mini pa- stay puffs coming on, Bo's been talking about trying to do something with his own pack. With
4: the Yeah, mini-puffs. yeah. I, I was going to, you know, find a way to make one be able to either. Adhere it without messing anything up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just, I would, that was my, when I first I saw them, I was like, yes, I need those little guys causing chaos on my, (laughs) my proton pack some way or another.
0: Well, it's going to come with three toasted ones Mm -hmm. and they, their hands are going to be able to grip around the wires on the proton pack. Mm -hmm. So they made it specifically so they would fit on the pack.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah, they have proton action grip. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
3: (laughs) Good one.
0: (laughs) So, uh, that's, that's the second, uh, unlocked tier. And, uh, uh, that's also going to have kind of like the, the slime, if you're like, I was just mentioning, they're also going to have kind of a marshmallow plastic or vinyl that you can, mm-hmm. uh, drip on the pack as well. Uh, the third tier is called the Spangler special. You're going to get a notebook full of Egon's notes about the proton pack, and you're going to get a set of decals and in that, in that class one as well, it also comes with decals to turn it into a 1984 pack. So, that'll be cool. The one that I wanted was the fourth unlocked tier, and that's the stand. It's going to come with a a stand that you can put the pack on. So, you know, I was kind of hoping, kind of like the Razor Crest from Star Wars, it got funded and blew through all the tiers so quickly, (laughs) they actually added in extras for it. And I I wish us would have funded all the tiers a little bit earlier, so maybe we could have gotten some extras. And who knows what they may surprise us with but as of right now all those tiers are unlocked no extras outside of that 400 bucks for the pack and it can be either the afterlife pack or you can convert it over to the 1984 pack so but uh adam savage put out a really awesome video and that really helped i think drive Mm -hmm. the sales for this thing because he gave it an up-close look and it is fantastic it's hard to believe that for all purposes, this is a toy, <laughs> but it's like, wow, if you've ever wanted the proton pack, hopefully by now you've got it because the campaign's over when you hear this. So
3: I just can't help but thinking back to GB two, you know, the proton pack is not a toy. Well, yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know it is. Right? It is.
0: <laughs> Egon could not foresee the future. Just kind of like Ray and thinking the firehouse was a Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i'm really happy to see this get funded and and fully funded and get through all the tears uh because hasbro had a little bit of a hiccup uh when it came to of all things kind of surprised me star wars Mm -hmm. their recent HasLab with the rancor failed which on one hand the way they handled it It doesn't surprise me that they failed, but on the other hand, it's Star Wars, and it was a HasLab, and it failed, and that really surprised me. I mean, they Mm -hmm. failed. They they needed nine thousand backers for that. They got eight thousand five hundred and thirty-three, but there are plenty of videos and commentary out and about on why that marketing team failed. So go look those up. There's no need for us to get into it. There's plenty of people that have ragged on this, but. I wanted the Rancor, but the stretch goals, even though that should not have been basis for my decision for, for backing out of the HasLab, should not have been the stretch goals. You know, I should have gone into wanting the Haslab just for the Rancor because I've never had a Rancor and it's it was gonna be pretty huge. But the stretch goals mm, yeah. were lackluster. They they really messed that one up. And that that caused me to to back out of mine. But uh G.I. Joe had a had a HasLab as well. The Sky Striker. They needed 10000 And then G.I. Joe's marketing team handled it beautifully at the end. Mm-hmm. And they wound up getting 16737 So, yeah. So if you order the Sky Striker, you're going to get it. With some neat little extras um, that they threw in there right at the end. Uh, Cobra figures, orid- like the original retro O-rings. So. I've talked enough about these. You guys got any thoughts on it? <laughs> on any of these? Uh, I think you said enough for all of us. <laughs> well, really. you,
3: you covered that pretty well, huh Yeah. Yeah, good. <laughs> My only comment was that the the moment that we got together with a couple of people from the from YHS that night, that they were counting down the deadline on the Rancor,
2: mm-hmm. it
3: was like you know, uh, uh, kind of short of being you know like a New Year's Eve get together. The countdown to the To see if it was funded was quite hilarious.
0: It was. And that clock hit midnight, and that thing failed. And we're like, oh, (laughs) well.
4: (laughs) All righty then. I I, I said, I think it was probably just too much going on at one time to try to get people to do the pack and it. That's just me.
3: There there was a lot there at one given point in time, especially at this time of year, too. But...
0: Yeah, and, and the Rancor has been released in figure form before. Sky mm-hmm. Striker has been released uh, as a vehicle, even though this one is a is a new uh, updated modeling and tooling of it and is it's gonna be a little bit more robust than the old toy was. But nobody has seen a proton pack.
4: Right. A lot of people outside of like the whatever clicker community, people forget that like movie stuff Ghostbuster wise really hasn't been around that long. Mm-hmm. Ten years at the most. Yeah. And that was Mattel doing its mostly exclusive online stuff. Really where you could, you know, get it much more widely available is last four or five years with
0: Yeah, so I, I hope that this is a really good showing for Hasbro. Their marketing team has done really well uh in, in getting this this proton pack out there. I mean, Mm -hmm. Jason Reitman has featured it and Mm. you know, it's had the entire power of Sony behind it Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, Uh, Sony marketing has been behind it and it's, it's done well and it's exceeded expectations, I think. And I'm really hoping that this paves the way for uh, another new PKE meter based on afterlife. I would love to have a movie accurate, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know,
3: yeah. PKE taser. Yep. That would be awesome.
0: And I know this and this is going to cut Bo's soul out a little bit, but I, I kind of hope they do a trap.
4: Well, uh, see, that's why I've got plenty. I'm already, I'm
3: already,
4: <laughs> yeah, I've got, I already got the, what they're going to do is see, they're going to do you with the trap, but I can already tell you their top tier, um, whatever you want to say, stretch goal will be the RC edition where you can do that. But I'm just saying.
3: And you heard it here, folks. That's what he's saying.
0: That is the hashtag <laughs> Bo prediction. <laughs> Bo knows.
3: <laughs> he does. <laughs>
0: Bo absolutely yeah, knows
4: yeah, that's see that's thought of my process for other stuff going on is by I, I, I'm willing to bet they have a trap in mind. I don't know. Like, so I think probably after the pack, I want to say the goggles will be the next thing.
0: Yeah. I, and I need to get another pair of Ecto goggles. I had, I had the actual frames and mm-hmm. made a pair of goggles, but sold them years mm-hmm. ago. And I, and, and I never got the Maddie one because I didn't think they did good. good. Mm-hmm. So a pair of goggles would be fine, but it, you know what? I would much rather just for my own sake, uh, since I love building props uh, on gbfans.com, uh, AJ Quick's long running Ghostbusters shop and fan site. He has uh, got like perfect replicas of the frames mm-hmm. up for sale. So I'd, I'm, yeah. I'm more inclined to go over to his site, get a pair of his frames, and then just create my own set of Ecto Goggles again.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: i'd rather support aj in that endeavor but yeah. if, you know if if they release if they release a toy version toy replica version i'll probably get those two just to support hasbro because i want to see more ghostbusters products come out
3: mm-hmm. so um, right and the more support and all this that hasbro gets behind this stuff it's it's, it's good for the ghostbusters fans of community
0: yeah and why i said it was going to rip bo's soul out is because <laughs> and i'm going to tell on him here <laughs> go ahead Hey, He's, it might be free advertising, you never know. Uh, hey, <laughs> if you're in the market for a uh a, a Maddie Collector Ghostbusters trap, look no further than Bo. He might uh he might be willing to part with one.
3: Still in and, the box, right?
4: Yes, new in the box and to my knowledge never opened. So There you go, folks. <laughs> <laughs> If, if 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 the podcast will allow, I whenever I do decide to finally list it for sale, there's more than welcome to share. I mean, hey,
0: of course we will. You're you're one fourth of the Bama Geeks.
3: You're a part of us, man. We're we all in no, this together. Yes. We
0: have no problem with self promotion of things
4: for for a part
0: of the commission rate, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. Of course not. Oh, we'll talk later. yeah, <laughs> um. uh, yes.
3: <laughs>
0: no, it. Just go look on eBay for these things, and you'll see why the motivation is there for Mr. Bearden to part with one of these.
4: Well, see, that's what I'm saying. It's got me like I'm taking it to build me a pack. Like I, like I said, that was the thing. I was like, hey, I'll, I already tried to sell this thing to get it in on the haz lab, and then I waited too long, and I'm like, well. So like I said, now I'm going through the fun thing is I've been digging through GB fans which is weird. I'm I always gripe at people never going there to check for building stuff. But now I'm going back through and I'm realizing holy crap, I forgot who build pack shells and stuff now so I've got to reacquaint myself.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And what, are are you back in a pack? Are you going to get the the No, no I'm, not,
4: I'm no I'm not going to Hazlab. I want I think I think I'd rather do my own. The only thing that's I'm going to hate not having the Hazlab pack. Is the ability to take off the cyclotron and kind of flip it around? That is really cool.
0: Mm-hmm. But you know, with with so many of our friends who are just mm-hmm. amazing prop builders, yep, th- they'll come up with a way. Mm-hmm. I, oh yeah, oh I, no, they're already yeah, yeah, working yeah. on ways to to make this happen. So just follow their guides and you'll yeah. be able to make one.
4: Yeah, it's 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 it's, it's going to do. Like I with me, like another reason why I'm kind of anxious on the HazLab, I guess, is or is the is the is the Spingler pack. I kind of, I mean, like I said, I. Don't get me wrong. I love Egon. He is not my favorite of the four. I guess I'm more of the Ray Winston guy. I don't know if the other guys' packs in Afterlife are any different or they just look like the 89, 84 packs. I'm not sure I'm waiting until we get that beautiful digital release so I can pause (laughs) it on every frame and see. I mean, outside of that, the biggest thing I would think is, like I said, the main thing is I'm waiting on the pack builders to incorporate the, like I said, this is quote unquote spoiler notish, but the the new switch on the pack on the ion arm. I'm sure that would be a, that was supposed to be on everything. Uh, I was just th- never seen.
0: Yeah. They've already got it identified and got working packs or working switches in the packs. Matt Burkett has already solved that problem.
4: <laughs> yeah. I've seen, I've seen where, I can't think of his name. <laughs> what is it? Brad or Bob, the 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 prop prop designer for Life? Mm-hmm. Ben, ben, Ben. I'm sorry. Yeah, I saw his, his. I've been watching a few of his videos talking about uh about some of the stuff they did for um the packs, which is just ridiculous now to think this is where we're at in modern day where you can hey you can just ask the guy and he'll record a video for you about what they did to make the product mm-hmm. to save you the hair pulling of searching
3: for everything.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's I, come I, a
3: long way, hasn't it?
0: <laughs> I think his TikTok is Dreadmaker Roberts, mm-hmm. I do believe. So go follow him on TikTok. Look up Ben Eady, Eadie. And he was a prop master for Ghostbusters Afterlife. And he is spilling. He's spilling some details on what they use to make the the packs and all the equipment in the movie. Yeah, he and discussed
4: the pack. I want to say he discussed some of the trap, the RC trap. And I want to say mm-hmm. he people were asking about the Alice frames. and That was kind of fun to hear him talk about. Like he kind of had to go through what some of us guys who've built them <laughs> do. It was finding the Alice frame.
0: Yeah, they, they had to use some of the knockoff Alice frames just like some of us have to do. So that, yeah, yeah, it was good to hear that, that even the big boys responsible mm-hmm. for actual props are, are having to go that route. You know, it's just like a lot of the, some of the traps in afterlife are spirit Halloween traps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Know, Cause they were cheap to buy and they could dirty them up and stick them in the ground and everything else.
3: And I know a, needed a lot of them. Yeah. So, yeah.
4: And I know we still keep gushing over afterlife guys. I want you to know, I've got the, the soundtrack slash score is now part of my YouTube music playlist. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. And the darn soundtrack makes me cry just because we watched that movie so many freaking times. I know certain, aud- this is the band nerd in me. I know the audio cues and all that stuff now. Like the, it, it wrecks me still.
3: It's a great score. I, I, oh, it is so good. I love to have a, it playing.
4: It's such a good tribute to Elmer, Elmer stuff. But there's a lot of, like, I know a lot of it's reusing the Elmer stuff, which is great because the music's just part of it also. Yeah. Yep. But like it's, he's got a lot of good little stuff leading up it with his own stuff that I like a lot. Like the guy uh, Rob Simonson I believe I, mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm butching his name.
3: But no, yeah. you got it. Yeah, that's. Great. And I know
4: I'm sorry I'm leading this off in different territories. Always. No, that's
0: fine. I noticed Kevin is wearing his Shandor's Insurance shirt.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that there was a spur of the moment idea that I had come up that's- with and put it on the Alabama Ghostbusters shop because J.K. Simmons. Mm-hmm. I mean it. You've heard us talk. J.K. Simmons plays Evo Shandor in Afterlife, and he's also the spokesman for Farmer's Insurance. So, I kind of altered the Farmer's Insurance logo, made it Shandor's Insurance, and says mm-hmm. Evo's seen a thing or two because he's been split in two.
4: I, I think I'm going to order the sticker and put it on my truck because Farmer's is my insurance, so that would be even better. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
0: And then you go. They have to inspect your truck if something ever happens to it. And yeah. Where'd you get this? Oh, hi! Copyright infringement. Uh, nah, nah.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a parody. That's right. It's fair use. Hopefully. So. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Well, it was uh, it was good to get together with y'all again to watch it, and thanks to Kevin for yes. arranging that get together. Mm-hmm. Uh, We got to see afterlife again with uh, not only us here and the the those of us here at the podcast, but our other uh, ALGB members and Mm -hmm. uh, family and things that got to come. And um, it was uh, I wanted to tell Bo that you know I was talking to I was talking to Oliver afterwards, and Oliver told me I have been bitten by the Ghostbuster bug.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He's been munched. (laughs) Yep.
3: So I know dad's just, just welling up right now with this. <laughs> oh, oh, it's
4: very, it's a very happy moment. Like, so I've never tried to force any of the stuff I like on him because so I, you know, I want him to be his own person. But, you know, every time and then I'm like, hey, you're going to try to give Ghostbusters a chance. And, you know, he's been eh. But, yeah, Afterlife has is, is been the gift for me to, mm-hmm. more than just the emotional happiness of seeing a movie I've waited 30-something years to see. <laughs> but yeah. also finally get, get my kiddo into it. So now mm-hmm. I'm. I'm doing my homework on getting them a flight suit and stuff, yeah, and like I said, I've had him a spirit pack for like three or four years, but mm-hmm. like I said i got, i got I've got him the I've got a much of the uniform stuff. I just don't have my flight suit, which is I've been picky about it because I'm just being picky about it <laughs> well,
0: from experiences at least Kevin and Bode had have been around my kids when they were much younger, mm-hmm. and I had bought a flight suit for my daughter at one point and she quickly outgrew that <laughs> mm-hmm. and then my son wore it for i think once and then he outgrew it mm-hmm. and i haven't tried anymore because they're they're now almost as tall as i am so
3: yeah and uh podcast is his favorite character right yes correct he loves podcasts podcasts. uh what was it was it when we were listening to the the cross rip uh podcast i think chris stewart they talked about his son that the kids seem to generate. They seem to be more of a gear towards podcast. He's really, yeah. uh, he's really doing it for this younger generation, Ghostbusters.
0: Mm-hmm. That's kind of like with my kids. I'm not gonna say I tried to force it on them because I did, um, <laughs> <laughs> but not too much. I, I I wanted them to watch the movies and everything to experience mm-hmm. that love that we had as, as kids, their their age. Uh, but we
4: took. Well, I mean, I'm. Yeah, I don't mean like the force. I mean, there's some people introduce their stuff that they have from their children, which is completely fine. And then there's some people that get a little overcarried away with it. You know, the I, I like this. You should like this type attitude. And I'm like, no, nah, man, you know, they like it. They like it, you know. And like that's the same way you were with it.
0: Yeah. Well, when the kids came up for Thanksgiving, before we went to the to the ALGB showing, we took them or I took them to IMAX. And because I, I said, you guys, I know we're going to go see this on Saturday but I want you to see it on Friday because we we didn't have an IMAX theater for the group showing, but I wanted, I wanted them to see it Mm -hmm. in IMAX. Uh, I, you know, IMAX gets in there. Movies last like a week or two. And thankfully Ghostbusters had two weeks in IMAX. And, uh, that was, I wanted to, wanted them to experience that way. And they, Mm -hmm. they both just were in tears after Mm it. Mm -hmm. My, My daughter walked out of there and she's like, I know that we've been around Ghostbusters our entire life and everything, and it really has not meant that much to me, but that was one of the best movies I think I've ever seen.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, that just speaks the volume. Like I said, beyond it just being a good legacy sequel, it's a great story. Yeah. It's it so yeah. good. Yeah. And like said, it res- as you say, it resonates with us, the older folks, and then it also resonates with the younger folks. Mm-hmm. So that's. Yep.
0: And now Jason Reitman and Gil Kennan have been signed to... A multi-project deal with Sony. They Ooh. didn't say for what. Yeah. But. Mm. Mm. Yeah. I mean, come on now. We we, <laughs> we know what it is. <laughs>
1: you know, you don't have to say. It. We know what it is. Well, the, the I cool mean, cool Sony's up, been doing their best to make Ghostbusters more bankable for a while now. So you and know, they, they
0: found a the way to do it.
1: Now mm-hmm. this is it. They figured it out. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. So and and talking about all of our kids and and you know, getting them into it. It's just that it's that time of year where we all have to put the kids kind of at the forefront of, of life because Christmas is really about, you know, spending time with family and, and and making the most of it for your kids. That's that's always been my belief. That's something that my mom did forever. Both my mom and dad really, really made Christmas special growing up. And it's it's been hard to recapture that in my brain. Because, like my just for instance, my dad, my dad was really cool, and back in the eighties, down in South Alabama, you could call your own home phone number. Dad would be at the front of the house, he would dial the number, it would ring, and I would pick it up, and this was usually around the beginning of december and my dad's my dad's got a real deep voice, and <laughs> you know he'd get on there and ho ho, ho, hello, Brock. And, what do you want for Christmas? And so I thought for a year as I was talking to a redneck Santa. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: country Santa. The best yeah. kind of Santa, the yeah. redneck Santa.
0: Country Santa, because my dad is country. Yes. Um, <laughs> but he would do that. And he would also, he, he's a retired state trooper, Alabama state trooper. We, and he would always load up in, I'll you know, say we, it was just the two of us. I've got three older sisters who lived elsewhere and were, were off with their families and stuff. Uh, I came along much later. But dad would take me in this trooper car and turn on this PA system. We would drive around neighborhoods <laughs> and he would, you know, ho ho ho, merry christmas like on christmas eve, uh, you <laughs> know, which coincidentally is his birthday. Mm-hmm. But we would ride around and and do that and you'd see lights turn on on the porches and see the doors open like what's going on out there, you know, lived in a small country town. And on Christmas morning, I would get up, and there would be a white sheet leading from our fireplace to the Christmas tree. And Dad would always take his boots and oh, put nice. put them in the the ash in the fireplace, and you know make make Santa tracks with his <laughs> boots over to the Christmas tree. If there's anything my dad did right in his life, it's that. And I'm not <laughs> saying he didn't do anything else right, because he did. But if there was ever A a memory for me that I will always cherish. It's that, and unfortunately with my kids, I didn't have. We didn't. We had an electric fireplace in the house they grew (laughs) up in. Can't really put ashes and soot because they're like, huh? You know, hey kids, look pieces of plastic from the fake logs. Um, (laughs) So I, I I didn't have the chance to do that with my kids. So that's that's one of the one of the great memories I have. Do you guys have any any memories? Like that, so, something that, that made Christmas extra special for you guys?
3: I just always enjoyed growing, when we were growing up, and just riding around and looking at Christmas lights. You'd go to certain neighborhoods that you knew were, you know, the best mm-hmm. ones to go to and see the best lights and the best decorations. We used to have a house, I remember, and I always loved to go see this house, and they would, they would have all the, like, the wooden-style uh, decorations and stuff out in the yard, but they always made up like a little makeshift ice skating rink and they would have little characters on the ice skating rink and they had a little little house that set out beside it and they had Mr. and Mrs. Claus, So that was one of the things that I always enjoyed we did as a family is just to ride around and look at the Christmas lights mm-hmm. and I remember one year my dad had set the recorder, the the, the camcorder <laughs> up in the corner on the tripod and uh we were gonna try to catch Santa and uh he had the had it shot on the Christmas tree, and all of a sudden it looks like the tape messed up. And then when it came back up, there was he had done like this little thing with the Santa hat, just kind of bouncing around at the bottom. And then you <laughs> looked and you'd see all the the stuff that was under the tree. So yeah, just I have those memories growing up. I I will never forget seeing my Barbie dream house under the tree. You know the the bicycles and my as I know some parents wrap the gifts and put them under the trees but mine we always had the gifts out displayed out in the living room Mm -hmm. so you know it was just always that i would have to say i miss that excitement that you would get on christmas eve when you needed to go to sleep but you just couldn't go to sleep because you were just so excited you just couldn't wait to see what was going to be there when you woke up in the morning and in a nutshell that's just my favorite memory of
0: christmas how about you guys uh, mine's
4: my sort of sweet. Like I, I have my memories, and like said, as Jessica said, we used to do is I believe it was our way of calling it, or especially around here in Alabama, go Christmas light looking. I believe <laughs> is the
3: correct vernacular <laughs> Christmas term. Christmas light yep. looking, yeah. That is, yep. I believe. Yep. Yeah.
4: So I mean, we we had a couple of houses we would do that, and just some of the random memories I have, like uh, one of them I have is because I remember we have some photos of it. We used to. Back a long time ago, like I said, I'm you know 40 ish, but we uh Century Plaza back in the day, they would used to. I don't know if you, uh, I said I mm-hmm. were more central. Like, you remember how they we used to have the yeah. Christmas displays throughout the mall, and they yes. had one year they had a Sesame Street one. That, mm-hmm. I don't know why that is the one that sticks out for me. And this is probably <laughs> mid 80s, 85, 86. Somewhere like that. Yeah, that's the one that seems to stick out for me the most. But I remember they used to have those amazing like Christmas displays. Like they would have the little little functioning lands. Like so, we would go there. That's you know mm-hmm. pre re, pre River Chase Gallery and all that stuff. Yeah. That was the mall of Alabama, and that was the the big the Christmas decoration plethora. They, and then of course
3: they and, always and, 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 did right. Yeah, Central Plaza was a good one.
4: They did good, and then, like I said, the early days of the Galleria, they still are. They they still do some now, but like the early days of the Galleria, they'd have the massive tree yeah. lighting and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, they don't do
1: they don't do nearly as much as no. they used to, but they yeah. still do a lot. Yeah,
3: yeah. The malls back in the day, that was uh that was always yeah. a, that's always a good memory too. Yeah,
1: you'd
4: ha- you'd have like I said you'd have the like I said the. Uh, like, I remember it used to be a big to do, you know. Of course, I'm sure the last few events of the last few years, but you know, they'd have the tree lighting, they'd have a chorus, they'd have a full band. Santa <laughs> would come swooping in from the skyline, you know, it was everything.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
4: So that's, that's kind of mostly my memories of stuff like that. Just, you know, event, you know, like you said, it's mostly all, like you said, every tie to your family, you know, you're doing something together.
3: Right. Right.
1: Well, when I was a kid, we always had this one, and my, my, my memories aren't as vivid. Um, uh, with uh, Christmas tree light looking, as, as both put it. <laughs> we had Christmas tree light looking. Um, But th- there was always, and my mom could probably tell me if I asked her, but there was this one place that we would always go to down in uh, central Alabama, close to where I grew up at that it, it was one of those folks uh, one, the, the guys that just had a, like a, a lot of trees in his yard and he, and they would always do this drive-through thing where you could just go you know like you, you guess some of the events where you could just you would pay like a per car and then you go and you drive through and it's like this thing
2: mm-hmm.
1: well the, this was this guy's house and he had massive trees and he had actually partnered mm-hmm. with Alabama Power and Alabama Power would bring in their big boom trucks and they would actually help him hang lights all the way up to the tops of the trees to this day I still remember going through there and just being absolutely amazed you you guys ever seen the gif online of the of the cat that's sitting up under the uh the christmas tree staring at like the little shiny christmas ball (laughs) that's how i was i was like sitting (laughs) on the edge of the uh uh, of the car you know the uh, of the window just kind of looking out and i I, I will never forget that we did that almost every year yeah and i don't know if i'm I'm sure the, the 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 older fellow that did it is passed at this point but um, it was something that was was really really, really memorable. So I think we all kind of got, uh, good memories of going around doing Christmas light. Mm.
4: looking. Mm. Yep. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see. We'll see today. You know, where everyone's full, You know, you can just pull up a YouTube video of someone's elaborate Christmas display. We had to. We had to get in the car, and then you know, word of mouth, somebody would tell you, and then, then that's how we went and found these cool dis- dis- Yeah, displays. we had to drive there uphill
1: <laughs> yeah. both ways, exactly,
0: in the snow. Well, not in Alabama. Never mind. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. With the tornadoes, tornadoes around. Yeah, yeah we had tornadoes. <laughs>
0: yeah. It's the Christmas tornado, which. By the way, yeah. what what a, what a horrible weekend this has been for folks up in uh, Kentucky and Tennessee and Missouri and Arkansas. Wow, that's, mm-hmm. our thoughts were mm-hmm. those uh, people. The, wow. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Hey, that's always amazing this time of year. But uh, back on a happier thought, uh, you know, me growing up out, tw- literally 20 minutes out in the country uh, in South Alabama, we would have to g- drive up to Enterprise, and there was always this guy – Uh, every year he and his wife had a big board on the very tip top of their roof. And it would always say roll tide. And if Alabama beat Auburn, it would have the score like the day after the iron bowl. But you know, if Auburn wanted, it just said roll tide, you know, but, uh, that, that was always a landmark and enterprise and everybody who grew up in, in the wiregrass knew that house because it was on a main drag going through the city. But we really, we we didn't have a whole lot of Christmas lights that we would drive around and, and see down there. Dad would always put them up in the yard. But like I said, you live 20 minutes out <laughs> in the country. Not a lot of people saw it. But <laughs> dad had this. Um, yeah. The thing was bigger than me as a kid. Big Santa Claus head. We had, you know, kids before cable and streaming and all that stuff. We had antennas. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And we had a massive massive antenna in the in the backyard you know the one that had it was uh, had three legs but shot up straight thankfully it wasn't tall enough that it needed like guide wires to hold it but it had a an antenna on top of it that rotated but dad would climb that pole and put that big mount that big Santa head so you could see over the top of the trees this giant Santa as you're driving past our house <laughs> looking over but yeah they would wrap the front door in wrapping paper uh, every year, and he put some lights outside, but it was mainly like big tall plastic Santa on the antenna, big a mm. uh, tall plastic Santa that he would sit out on the front porch, and the snowman, mm. and you know, yeah. this was pre-inflatable; these were hard
1: plastic.
3: <laughs> Love them hard plastic <laughs> Christmas know- decorations. so those are yeah. the best.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> One of the things that I saw when I was uh, shopping for new Christmas decorations this year is they brought the plastic Santas back. Yeah they at, did at Home Depot at Home Depot you can get the 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 plastic santas that we grew up with like oh. I'm sure they're not the exact but the, but they are the plastic santas that have the lights on the inside of them Oh, we have yeah, gotta those,
0: get one.
4: Yeah, those oh, yeah. plastic displays. Two things that stand out to me are those in the manger scenes. Those are two yeah. things that <laughs> I like. <laughs> I associate with Christmas. <laughs> yep, and I'm and I'm pretty sure all those produced in the 70s and 80s are going to outlast us all by 50 years. I'm sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, ah, I, I wish we still had ours. Right. You know, Mom moved a couple of times, and and they got right. they got broken or lost, and so I, mm. Th-
1: This year uh, on my Christmas tree, I actually acquired a 50 year old Christmas tree topper. Oh, nice. um, for my Christmas tree, that um, is, I mean, I, there, there, this Christmas tree topper is one of those ones that you look at and it is ugly as sin. Mm-hmm. It is just the, the ugliest thing that you've ever seen, and and it was on sale back in Kmart uh, for five dollars back in the day, and <laughs> it was one of those ones that would just sit there and, and no one would buy them. But now they are absolutely sought mm-hmm. after just because mm-hmm. of once you turn them on and they start moving. It creates this big kaleidoscope effect in your, in the room that it's in. And it's just, it, it's so desirable. But it's just the fact that, you know, it's, it's a 50 year old Christmas tree topper. Uh, Sometimes the old stuff is the good stuff. The vintage and the retro. It's yeah, Yeah. people
3: people seek out that vintage and retro. I mean, I'm I'm the same way in in a lot of aspects of that.
0: It's like the ceramic Christmas trees, the tabletop Christmas trees Mm -hmm. that have the multicolored Mm -hmm. lights you can put on there. My mom still has. We've got one. uh, We haven't gotten it out yet, but we've still got my mom's.
3: Mm
4: -hmm. Oh, nice.
3: Yeah, I remember uh, there was a house here in town that used to have you know the big picture ones up front. And they had the aluminum Christmas tree that would rotate, oh, and it was shining. Yeah. so I remember. I remember that oh, house. they used to <laughs> passing by that, and I always thought that was the neatest thing.
4: It's it's, it's a cool thing. Like I so said, the Christmas is one of those things. Like you know, everyone has their holidays. Are you're you know, we're all big nostalgia driven anyway. But I think mm-hmm. Christmas, like even though like Halloween is my favorite holiday, I will agree that Christmas might be the most nostalgic holiday for everybody. Whether you know,
2: yeah, one way doing- or another.
4: I mean, Absolutely. Like, like you said, all the, all the, uh, everybody wanting to make, buy, buy, rebuy, or you know, reproduce old style ornaments and decorations. You know, it's, it's a cool thing, though. I mean, you know, it's, it's a, it's a good thing to overindulge in nostalgia with Christmas.
3: It is. It really is, and it, it just it, like I said, it pulls those. This mm-hmm. time of year, it seems like you, you kind of, you, you go into that nostalgia frame of mind mm-hmm. more at this time of year just recalling your own memories. And then when you have kids and you want them to have good memories when they grow up. So I love to sit here at this time of year. Bo, me and you are the same. We love to watch old commercials. And yep. I love oh. to find I love to find <laughs> the old Christmas commercials. I mean, we oh, last year I think I drove Brock crazy, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you
0: you drive me crazy watching reruns of Prices Right on Pluto all the time. Guess <laughs> what we've been doing this morning?
3: Watching yeah. Prices, Right. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? They'll start having the Christmas editions of the Barker Years Prices Right oh, coming nice. up soon. Yep. So.
0: It's fine. She didn't really bug me. I I used to watch that all the time as a kid too. So I like to I go. Barker.
3: I love to go on YouTube and find the old Christmas commercials and the old Christmas specials. Um, last year I think I watched one of Dean Martin's Christmas specials that mm-hmm. was on YouTube. So
4: I'd say what's even more fun if you can find them if they have they don't get taken down quickly. Look for some of the old Christmas parades. Those are fun to watch too. Okay.
3: Now. All right.
4: They pop up and disappear quickly, but you got to look for them. <laughs> just. Uh,
0: I I remember back to. Twenty twenty, when the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was nothing but digital floats. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the-
3: that was a <laughs> good parade this year, though. By the way, yeah. it's good to see that back in full swing again.
4: It's, it's like I said, it's, it was a strange year. Hey. <laughs>
0: hey, well, when we when we get to the New Year's show, we'll have to talk mm-hmm. about the uh, the don't drink and drive commercial that Alyssa found from the 80s that
2: she, oh yes my that? my
0: daughter found this commercial she we were we were I down there last that. weekend and she was talking about that and she was sitting at the dinner table just cracking up thinking about it <laughs> But I it,
3: found that in, in a compilation of holiday. That's how I came about. It was one of those uh, YouTube compilation uh, videos of of retro <laughs> Christmas commercials. But let's yeah.
0: let, let's not discuss it. Let's we'll, we'll save that uh, for the next one when we get get into New Year's. But okay, that that is her favorite. She laughed. It, just the thought of that commercial makes her laugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. Uh, well, wow. so you know, with all of us, like you said, being nostalgic, uh, and and all of us being collectors of some sort, you know, what are some of the favorite gifts that you got when you were a kid? Like, for me, there was no no bigger thrill than getting that Sears or J C Penney. You get the Christmas wish books. Oh,
1: yeah. Yep. <laughs> Christmas oh my wish gosh. Books. And you know that it, and, and you know that Amazon does one. Yep. Yeah, we yep. get it. Amazon yep. actually does a toy book and I and I get it. And I know my girlfriend was like, How did you get this? I'm like, I don't know. And they just started sending it to me. It was the same as it was whenever we were younger. It was like you would just suddenly start getting this catalog.
0: And Target does the same thing. Target sends them too. Yep. Target doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, but when when we were growing up and had these big wish books, I mean, these things were thicker than phone books. Yep, and yeah, you know, they hurt when you got hit with them. <laughs> and if you stacked, if and if you did like us, we kept them every year just mm-hmm. for that. I I wish I still had them. We had yeah, stacks, my, I- yeah, but they would fall over and they were heavy. Man. Yeah, you
3: looked forward to that Sears wish book
0: because oh, so many pen marks and and dog-eared mm-hmm. pages. Mama, you know, didn't get close to a, a quarter of what I wanted, but. <laughs> But what what are some of, what are some of the things that you guys may have, may have gotten for Christmas that you know you may not have anymore, you may still so have, but it's something that really just sticks out in your mind as one of the ultimate Christmas gifts from your youth.
3: I'm just going to go back to saying my Barbie dream house. That's that was one of the that always stands out in my mind mm-hmm. the the Christmas that I got it.
1: The original Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> yes, sir. Nothing,
1: nothing. I mean, I have gotten some. I mean, my mom is listening to this or she hears it or, or hears anybody talk about it. She got me some phenomenal gifts over the years. Uh, my dad did when he was alive as well. I remember getting really good gifts when I was a little kid. Um, but nothing beats the original Nintendo Entertainment System. I mean, they're, they're it's it's hilarious because um, on a bit of a tangent here, there's actually a uh, a movie out now called Eight Bit Christmas um, that where he talks it. about uh, the whole fervor about uh, behind getting a uh, Nintendo Entertainment System and the Power Glove and how the Power Glove was garbage <laughs> It didn't do what it was supposed to do, Which but everybody truth. wanted it. Um, it, yeah, it was definitely truth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the Nintendo Entertainment System, just the NES, was the the best thing that i i remember thinking that was just a bee's knees that was everything uh, and just just being able to get that with the included super mario brothers slash duck hunt oh, game the hours and uh, and just playing super mario brothers over until you just you couldn't do it oh my god that was just oh
3: god. see unlike the you
1: hooked up and you're like all right kevin's got the tv for 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 at least the next three days. <laughs> See,
3: un- unlike y'all, I had a sibling. I had a I have a younger brother, so I got to kind of, uh, you know, he would have his usually like the game systems were kind of the collective gift for the two of us together. Mm-hmm. So you know, I remember when we got those? But you know, I I would have my things over here, my toys, but then you know, I'd have my brother over here that was getting his uh, Castle Grayskull and Snake Mountain uh. and the Thundercats and. uh um, he got the Ghostbusters toys, so I kind of got to dab a little bit into both worlds growing up. And you know, me and my brother, we we'd play together, so I got a chance to play with all these toys too growing up.
4: Yeah, like, so the uh, the NES, I believe we got it for my birthday one year. So I have to say, for because just because I, I I got it for Christmas that year, which is funny, I still. Uh, is the SNES. reason why I say that, mm-hmm. that was one of my favorites. I still love it. Like I said, NES is g- good. SNES, I think, is like for me, like, uh, uh, I like the NES. Don't get me wrong. Great, great retro mm-hmm. console. But I think the SNES is probably my favorite of that era, which is funny for, I know you guys can see it, but behind me, I still have my original box
1: from that Christmas that year. Mm- <laughs> wow. Nice. You see, and- I was on the other side of it. I actually, instead of going with uh, uh, the, the SNES, I went with the uh, Sega Genesis.
4: Yeah. Oh no, you Uh, you did with Nintendo Don't I understand? uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean like I said, that's I guess that's me, Kevin. But I mean, like Brock, like I said, the big video game guys. (laughs) I think video games will always be my biggest thing, like for entertainment toy wise. I mean, I had plenty of toys. Don't get me wrong, Ghostbuster toys, all this stuff. But I think, like I said, the SNES will be my favorite.
0: Yeah, uh, I got Mario Paint for Christmas along with the along with the Super Nintendo. I wore the mess out of Mario Paint. In fact, I even did a project for it for my senior year where I hooked it into the VCR and made a video on Mario Paint and turned it in that, for but- a project. Yeah,
2: <laughs>
0: Gave me, could- gave the teacher my videotape, and he's like, how'd you make this? I'm like, I hooked up my Super Nintendo and played Mario Paint. He's like, this is actually creative. And I'm like, well, now you see where my yeah. beginnings in broadcast news came from and editing, video editing. That's Mario wild. Paint did it all. Well,
4: well, you could, you could draw in it. You could make music in it. Oh you yeah, could, uh, mm-hmm. it had, many, yeah, yeah. We was,
3: had we had Mario Paint too. Yeah,
0: yep, yeah. yeah. I also got the NES for Christmas in '87. I want to say that's when it. I think that was the first year they mm-hmm. made the big push for those for Christmas. Yeah, it
1: was '87.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: sure. Yeah, I got my SNES. Not it. Uh, it came out in the nine. It came out in '90, but I didn't get it till that following Christmas of '91 when I got it.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's when I got mine. Yeah.
3: I always loved to. One of my other favorite ones as we got older and kind of moved more out of toys was, of course, you're getting a new stereo system, a little boombox mm-hmm. or whatever, yep. and uh, Casio keyboards. Uh,
2: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> couldn't when
3: play it. Couldn't play a keyboard, but I had the Casio with all the sounds, so I just made noise on it.
4: <laughs> oh, my 13th or 14th birthday, I got a big Magnavox. that had a CD player. I think it was my first like in-home CD player I had. I had that, I had that, a dual tape deck and like I was, I was, you know, I was vibing then. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, piece of trivia that I don't even think Jess knows. Ooh. So here we go. All right. I, for, for Christmas, getting the big stereo system like Bo's got behind him right mm. now, the old uh-huh. retro, my very first CD player. You know what my very first CD was that came with it?
3: Mm, tell me.
0: Hanging tough
3: shut up my my
0: mom bought me new kids on the block which i go joan i was like really mom (laughs) you know how much i don't like these guys she's like you wanted a cd you got a cd i'm like okay fine so (laughs) i actually i actually had hanging tough as my very first cd which i well i i'm still conflicted to this day over
3: my first copy of hanging tough was a was lp so
4: Ooh. It was a record. <laughs> you guys have got me thinking about other stuff now. I'm progressing. I thought about another one of my favorite gifts I got was from Christmas of '97. And I thought about, it. I wore it earlier this year to when I met him, but my Starcade 1997 Hulk oh, Hogan yeah. versus Sting t-shirt. I've yeah. had that thing since 97. And <laughs> I, I thought about that. I got that for you. I got that for Christmas that year. So sting, that's another didn't, one.
0: Didn't you say Sting was surprised that you actually had it?
4: Yeah. He was He was like, man, that thing's in great shape. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I, I think I got, to, I, so I told him, I said, my, I bought it and then like, I wore it like once or twice and then my mom put it up. And then when I moved out, it got put in a closet. You know, and then mm-hmm. she found it here like within the last like, four or five years ago. She's like, Hey, you still want this? I was like, Heck yeah, um, I still yeah. want it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so well, yeah. w- one of the one of my all time favorite gifts that that I got was back in uh, uh, golly, I guess it was back in '87 as well. As my parents got me the Commodore 64.
4: Oh, yes, mm-hmm.
0: that was and that really kick started nerd and geeked them for me. <laughs> I would sit there for hours, what was it, it was a 321 Contact magazine that used to come and they used to have little sample uh, Commodore 64 programs in the back that you could type out and make your Commodore do all kinds of things. Of course, at that time, I didn't know how to save the program, so every time I'd have to turn off the computer, then go back to it and retype that entire program back out. It was a hassle for just a few minutes worth of fun with it, but, you know, that's... Really helped me as far as being geek and electronics and stuff, but but yeah, the the uh, the NES and then the Commodore sixty four. They got me the GI Joe, the Cobra Terror Dome. One year, ooh, ooh that was a big place that mm-hmm. We didn't have any place in the house to put it, so we had to walk around it all the time. <laughs> 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 I think I kept it back in my room, and I that corner didn't have anything else in it. I think was so huge, but like uh. Of course, He-Man figures and mm-hmm. uh, the GI Joe Rattler, which was the A-10 Warthog, which is my all-time favorite plane. I actually, got to help rebuild a a real one, at least the shell of a real one, when I was in the Air Force, because we all rebuilt it and set it outside of our squadron, mm-hmm. uh, because our commander at the time was an old A-10 pilot. And then the uh, the Cobra with the Night Raven, which was the the uh, the Blackbird jet, really long. Cobra Jet. That's I'm trying to think. I got my first VCR in the 80s as well for Christmas one year.
4: Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. the VCR being one of the gifts.
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I'm trying to... I guess that's uh, that's all I can think of off the top of my head from back then. Mom was always really good about getting me things. And of course, back in, in the mid-90s when the Braves won the World Series, she was able to get off QVC because that's where Mom did all her shopping. <laughs> Got me a, a autograph picture and a plaque of Dave Justice from, oh, the, nice. from the Braves from that year. So, and of course, start it, it, towards the end of high school, you know, Star Trek, the, the Playmates line. That's mm. when I really loaded up on figures and stuff throughout the throughout the collection was around Christmas. So,
3: well, is there anything like? I know sometimes with Christmas coming up, is there any particular that's a, that is a must watch for you at this time of year that you have to, you just can't get the, through the season unless you watch this one particular
1: movie? No. All right. I'm going to start us off. All right. Two words. Ahead. Two words. Die Hard. Yes. Yes, sir.
3: <laughs> yes. Die
1: Hard is the ultimate Christmas movie. I don't care what you say. It is amazing.
3: And we do, and thanks to Kevin, we've got our uh, Bruce Willis ornament on the tree this year.
1: Yes,
0: we do. Thank you.
3: <laughs> Appreciate that.
1: So yeah, I I, uh, I made a whole set of um, just just to give you a description. Uh, remember the scene in, in Die Hard where Bruce Willis is crawling through the 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 ductwork, mm-hmm. and he's got his lighter out and he's he's shining it. Um, yep. I made a whole bunch of Christmas ornaments um, I- of that scene and just kind of uh, have one myself and gave them out to friends and you know, obviously everybody <laughs> here got one of them but um yeah it's something that i've been wanting to do for years and finally got one on my tree and i was like why, why make one when i can make like 20 of them
4: <laughs> now i know what a tv dinner feels like one of my favorite quotes <laughs> in that movie
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that, that movie is infinitely quotable and you know well they say it's uh uh, it's not Christmas until Hans Gruber falls off Nakatomi Plaza. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, for me, if you
4: want to go Christmas movies that people won't say your Christmas movies, like I said, mine are two words and it's Batman Returns. <laughs> oh,
3: yes. <laughs>
4: there you go. Like I said, for you, you say it's not Christmas you see Hans Gruber fall off. I guess it's not Christmas until I see... Um, Max Shrek being fried, fried by Catwoman, I guess. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was either thinking that, or you see Shrek's department store, you know, blow up yep. or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: well, that's so funny. Is uh, like I said, everyone talked, you know, talk about how Die Hard isn't is or isn't a Christmas movie. I always like where people's now brought up it, is a Harry Potter movie because he's essentially sneaking
1: around from Alan Rickman. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Rittman, so.
1: <laughs> which but, is it's always surprised me it, it, well, granted alan rickman came from a theater background already but that was like his first real movie like the first mm-hmm, thing that yeah. he did and he just fell right into it like it was nothing
3: yeah literally
1: mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. And,
4: I, <laughs> and i love how all i'm just saying the people that get extra annoyed this when the people say without heart in a christmas movie are usually the people that have their decorations up before halloween so i'm just saying
3: oh there you, you know. go
1: <laughs> yeah yeah don't 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 gatekeep christmas movies it, it is now officially like a i don't i don't care if bruce willis said it's it's not a christmas movie it is a christmas movie mm-hmm. it is a christmas
4: movie it, 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 he wouldn't be there if it wasn't christmas the bad guys wouldn't be there if it wasn't christmas, christmas yeah. he got invited to a
1: christmas party right yeah. exactly
0: <laughs> that Come was on. one, of, one of my favorite things is uh in 2016 when we went out to uh to la uh, for the uh, for the Sony uh, for the answer the call premiere, we got to visit Sony, and the hotel we stayed at was right next door to the one that no, is in there is Nakatomi Plaza. And so I'm like, wow, that that is a huge building. He, he had to follow a <laughs> yeah, long way.
4: Yeah, you, yeah, you sent me a you sent me a message like, check out where I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I forget the name of that building now.
4: I want well, to say, what it like the RC not RCA? It the was Fox, the, yeah, Fox, something uh,
1: something like that. It's, I mean, it's the actual building for whatever the production company that uh, the, the the publisher or whatever they call oh, it. That should, that, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Whoever it was that produced them, it's it's their building. And they were actually in the process of building it. And mm-hmm. that there were still several of the floors that were, were under construction. And they were like, yeah, hey, okay, you can just shoot the mm-hmm. movie in there. We'll just delay production, yeah. de- delay construction a little bit there. And, and they let them. If you haven't, if you guys have yet to watch the movies that made us episode on Die Hard, you really need to watch it. There's a lot of really cool information that came out of that yeah. about the, just, the, just just all the little movie details and tidbits. If you really enjoy that, I would definitely check that out for sure.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, for me, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation's always at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, just for the just for the absolute sake of nostalgia, you got to go back and watch the Rankin and Bass. Christmas specials, mm-hmm. Frosty and, uh was Frosty one of them? I know Rudolph. Yeah,
3: Frosty and Rudolph. Rudolph yes. Yeah. Uh-huh.
0: In fact, they'll stop animation. Of course, Frosty wasn't stop animation, but Rudolph and. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, those are all stop animation. Yeah, those are always, always good. We've got the DVD set of all those. And, you know, Charlie Brown Christmas, you got to go back. But honestly, I really wish they'd stop playing the Linus piano theme for Christmas music. Oh, Lord. The local local station here in Birmingham that plays Christmas music. They put that song on repeat and it's annoying now to the point (laughs) I hate that song.
3: Uh, Well, for me, um, I have to say it's a wonderful life. Is my number one go to at this time of year, and I actually introduced Brock to that last year. Last year, he had uh, never seen it before, and I'm ashamed. Sh- and shocker, something that he had never seen before until I showed him a Christmas story. He had, yeah, yeah. he had just seen that recently at the what same same time frame, right? I think yeah. I pulled out all this Christmas stuff that I was amazed that you had not seen in-
0: it was. A- it was a pandemic Christmas. Yeah. I'm like, well, we're here. We might as well get caught up.
3: And of course, I'm I'm a big fan of the Christmas vacation as well. And Scrooged. Bill Murray's oh, yes. Scrooge.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah. I yeah. About yeah. That. Yeah. can't leave out Scrooged. Yeah. Uh,
3: so, yeah. So, we have uh, yeah. a wonderful life, a Christmas story, uh, Christmas vacation, and Scrooged.
1: Those Thank you are- for mentioning Scrooge, because I haven't seen that yet this year.
0: I need to go and watch it. I'll do that this evening. Yeah, we, oh. did, we, we really haven't watched anything Christmas-related yet.
3: We've been so busy and on the go, and we've been Ugh. somewhere over the last couple of weekends. and uh, We really need to uh, we really get to our Christmas viewings mm-hmm. here coming in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, those uh, I would say that those are mine.
4: Oh. I thought about another one to continue with our Ghostbusters love. I'm going to need to watch the great RGB episode, Xmas March the Spot.
3: Uh-huh. Watch mm-hmm. that one. That's another
4: one that's in my rotation. Yeah. Which if anyone hasn't seen this, it, basically where the Ghostbusters kind of get hired to bust the, uh, the the ghost spirits and kind of mess with time. It's a weird, it's 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 80s cartoons. Just just watch it for that. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and that reminds me, that's the one that, one that I haven't seen in a long time is Mickey's Christmas Carol.
4: Yep, that's a, another great one. I have,
0: we, yeah, we, we've got to watch that this year. I'm sure it's on Disney+. Plus. Has to oh, be. yeah. It has to be, yeah.
3: yeah.
0: That was always a favorite of mine because I grew up with the Disney Channel back when they actually showed all the old cartoons and everything all yep. the mm-hmm.
4: time. Oh, man, I miss 80s, 90s mm. era Disney Channel so much. Oh, no, big
0: time. <laughs> Every morning I'd get up and I'd watch Dumbo Circus and watch uh, – they showed about an hour of Mickey and Donald cartoons. All the old, mm. the good ones, not this animation they got now.
4: <sighs> the new Mickey, it's funny. It's funny. It's, I know it's terrible. Yeah, I'm not crazy on a lot of the new modern animation, but it's funny. It's really funny.
3: <laughs> and, uh, we've got a new Christmas, I guess you could call it tradition now. And I'm going to, uh, thank Kevin Gardner on this one. So,
0: oh, yes, yeah. yes, thank you, Kevin.
3: And then, in all things Christmas, we love our little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. <laughs> Kevin Gardner made a suggestion, and we have adapted this in the Parker household now. And it will never be the same again. It's always going to be you take those little Christmas tree cakes and you stick them in your freezer.
0: Yeah. And
1: it will change your life, guys.
3: Trust it me. really did.
0: It did. I, I have high, happy diabetes now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> You, you take you you give it you take that little christmas tree cake out of that freezer and bite into it it's wonderful the,
0: the really
1: good thing is is that it just the consistency of it it doesn't freeze completely right but the caking on it, now if you if you eat christmas tree cakes and you like them for being light and and the, the the dough inside of it being really light and fluffy don't do this because it will make the dough really heavy mm-hmm. but it feels like it just it tastes better it yeah. just hits better when it's
0: when it's cold like that I agree. Yeah. It it it's wonderful. So yeah, she bought a couple of boxes the other day and <laughs> every one of them went right to the freezer. Like thank you. <laughs> thank you Kevin. Thank you Kevin. Thank you Kevin. Cuz <laughs> we're replacing each one. Well, you're welcome.
3: And I know that there is a Christmas tree cake ice cream out there somewhere that Little Debbie put up, but I I've, I've yet to find them. So our stores haven't been uh, yeah, stocked with think, them. Yeah. And uh there's also a Little Debbie Christmas Tree Cake Dip that um, I, I got from Katie Ambrose, so I want to try to put that together this Christmas too.
0: Well, did you save any of the Christmas Tree Cakes to make that?
3: Well, we're currently out right now, so oh. I'm going to have to go to the store so that mm. they do. I missed out. Uh, our local store had the family pack the other day, and I thought oh, I'll come back and get it later. Ah, it's gone now. So, um, womp womp. did it,
1: Have you? Have you guys? Got the um the the bigger packs like the ones that they sell at Walmart and sit and just observe just how chunky the um the Christmas tree cake has gotten. Like you can get the smaller ones still in the smaller yeah, they the packs, jumbo but the cakes, bigger yeah. ones, yeah, and they're jumbo cakes. Wait a minute, so they're super chunky.
3: They have jumbo cakes. I yes. missed this. I did not know this.
4: They did them last Ch- year. I think, tree. I think I think they introduced them last year. didn't oh they? Oh
3: my! Oh my!
4: Well, yeah. I don't know,
1: but but they are very chunky. Look it's, the end,
4: it's, look, it's the end of the year. You got to get ready to make that resolution to, you know, do better next year. So, I, let's, you know, Christmas, go out on the high
3: note. Right, yeah.
0: Christmas calories do not count.
3: I, that's what I told him just the other day. I was like, I'm not even worrying about it. Uh, you just can at Christmas <laughs> because, you know, you have all your Christmas goodies that are must-haves at this time of year. And uh, you just need to enjoy every bite. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And there will be some, hopefully, some goodies being made here at our house soon. When I can, well, if I can get the time, it's just been crazy.
4: <laughs> that's the other, the other thing like with Christmas memories or oh, newer things now where um they're doing it's kind of neat. I've seen where people are taking like videos like of their grandmas and they either post them on YouTube or TikTok and they're like showing how to make their old recipes. Like mm-hmm. the one I saw was like for one of these like fruit salad type things where I'm sure it has. 9 million grams of sugar with it but i'm sure it is the most delectable thing so which i'm hoping that's (laughs) something that that needs to be more and be done because like these old ladies with these great recipes are wonderful, but they're not going to be with us forever. So we need the recipes because I mean, <laughs> yeah.
3: I, I can definitely attest to that. Um, yeah. yeah,
4: it, 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 my, Like it's it, like food is just a great memory with that. Also, like one of those good memories. Like, so you, you, uh, Sorry to me cut you off there. But like so that's that's stuff I've got me now thinking, I'm like, Mom, I need to get you to write all your stuff down for me. which She already <laughs> has. I know she does. I just yeah, I need a hard copy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> my mom was really good about writing uh, hand, handwriting a bunch of recipes and I've got all her. Thank you, God, that I've got all her old recipes. That's good. Um, She she has this recipe that she came up with for, she called them Jones Party Meatballs. And she (laughs) only fixed them at Christmas. And they are, they're fantastic. Every time she took those anywhere, they disappeared faster than anything on the table. So I've got her handwritten uh, meatball recipe. And every Christmas, Jess will fix a batch or two or three because I'm, I'm like, hey, can you make these?
2: Um, a
0: matter of fact, this past week at work, we had a potluck lunch for the holidays. My boss has already gone for the for the remainder of the year. So we had we had a little early and the request
3: I, came in. The
0: request came in. And so uh, this past week, I'm carrying big crock pot <laughs> into my office and plugged it up. And the, the smell is getting all over the entire office. And one of my coworkers walks by. She goes, are that your meatballs in there?" I said yeah. She goes, "Oh my gosh, they smell <laughs> wonderful!" And they disappeared faster than anything else <laughs> at the party. So we've got that. So uh, my mom always fixed uh, peanut butter cornflake candy. Mm-hmm.
4: And oh, so this is something I need to discover.
0: Look, hey, well, if if you've got time off during the holidays, come over. We'll we'll make a batch. Oh, um, that's. Peanut butter cornflake. Oh goodness.
3: Oh, yeah. I tried my hand at that last year. And, and she nailed it. And I, apparently mm-hmm. I nailed it so
0: she nailed awesome. It. <laughs> so, it's yeah, it's cornflake candy, peanut butter, Karo syrup.
3: Uh Beau's <laughs> just like, "Whoa." Yeah. <laughs> wait a minute. Yeah. I'll
0: I'll hey, we'll, we'll make you guys a batch. No problem. Yeah. And um uh, so there's that. My mom always made also peanut butter balls dipped in chocolate, which I've not had and I don't think she left behind a recipe when she died.
3: Yeah, I attempted that last year. Didn't wasn't as successful as I had had hoped, but I gave it the, the, the chocolate
0: one. was a little bit more bitter than the one she used, but it was close. Is you know you can always try again this year. I won't complain. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Brock's <laughs> like I volunteer tribute as all. Well. Oh, <laughs> we'll figure this out. <laughs> Look,
0: you live once, right? Make the most yeah. of it. Yeah, eat junk at Christmas. That's great. Eat oh, junk. <laughs> <You
3: took it. laughs> I like that.
0: Um, yeah, and, and and one of my projects that I've been meaning to do, and I want to get my daughter to help me with this because she and my mom always had a really close relationship. Uh, but because I've got so many of mom's handwritten recipes, I'm actually going to, and I've been saying this for three or four years, and I've had a couple of aunts and my sister fuss at me, where is it? I'm going to be putting together a cookbook eventually of mom's old recipes, and mm-hmm. actually. You know, maybe putting those up for sale or something. But mom, my mom was fantastic cook, and and Jess is just never met my mom, but she cooks just like her. And so, bonus points for for uh, for that.
3: Ah, oh, thanks, hon.
0: Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll keep you around. Yeah, yeah maybe.
3: <laughs> I'm good for something at least, you know. She doesn't
0: take up much space. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Well, uh, golly, this this has been so wonderful hearing Christmas stories and memories and everything else. And mm-hmm. do you guys have anything else you want to share before we go and eat junk?
4: I think I'm good for everything I think of. I'm sure we'll have something fun for whatever Christmas spectacular, post Christmas or spectacular
1: we try to do. Or pre, I'm not sure mm-hmm. we'll record again. But so I think I'm going to go and eat me a Christmas tree cake.
0: <laughs> Apparently ours are all gone, so I, I, I think, would join you. But
3: I think we've got a, a few more left. I think. Do we? I don't know. Hmm, Time to
0: go check that freezer. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, we may. uh, I'm I'm hoping that we'll be able to fit in another episode before New Year's hits. But uh, we just want to thank you guys so much for all the support and and the interactions and stuff that you've given us this year. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have we started this back back late spring, and we've had a lot of fun with it, and we've had a lot of fun. Uh, interacting with you all on social media and everything. And so we just appreciate all the support and really just hope you guys have a wonderful, safe holiday and a, a great Christmas and hope you get everything that you want from Santa. And as we talk about junk food, make sure you leave Santa stuff because
3: that's right. Santa they, loves his they, milk they, and cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I'll just uh, say, uh, just, Touching on what Brock says, thanks everyone for all the support. And uh, I've heard from a couple of you here in last uh, since the Afterlife podcast dropped, and uh, Darnay's uh, expressed uh, he enjoyed the last podcast with the Afterlife. And uh, I just heard from uh, Megan Yenter yesterday that uh, she said that uh, she really enjoyed listening to that podcast and uh, she misses us, can't wait to see us. At some point in time. So thank you, Megan. And uh, again, thanks to all of y'all that uh, have been a part of this with us and has been supporting us along the way. We really do appreciate it.
1: I think you guys are great.
3: Hey, same to you, man. (laughs) Back at you, bud.
0: Well, we have loved doing this and we love you for listening and we really appreciate it. We'll try to say hi. We're scheduled to get one more episode out before the end of the year. We will try to do that. And, uh, golly, just be safe, be merry, be bright, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Have a wonderful holiday. Merry Christmas.
3: Merry Christmas.
0: Merry Christmas. Bye guys. Merry Christmas. Bye.